right. So welcome to another episode of Adding Perspective with Josh. I'm Josh. I'm Aphrodite. And I'm Emmanuel. All right. So this week we're going to talk about unwanted mixed family conflict. Okay. Unwanted mixed family conflict. So with that one, right, that has a lot to do with, um, I guess, those individuals that may have um, children's mothers or children's fathers um, from previous relationships, right? Okay. Some people might call it baby mama, baby daddy, you know, drama from previous relationships. And sometimes, you know, um, and I know everybody's probably heard those um, interesting horror stories um, when it comes to mixing families, um, especially being in a current relationship. Sometimes um, exes uh, don't necessarily agree with a lot of things that are going on in the current relationship. And um, they can cause some conflict, right? So they can cause some conflict between the uh, the current person. And my th- my thing on that is that um, yes, there has to be a line drawn. Yes, there has to be certain boundaries. Yes, um, and then there also has to be a whole ton of conversations and communication all the way around. So that means with egg. That means with your current partner. That means with your kids. If they can talk with your kids too. Uh, kids school. Kids barber. Uh, kids pastor maybe. It's uh, <laughs> everybody. Okay? Everybody needs to talk to. Like everybody. Okay. Because if there's not a lot of communication going on around, you know, especially around like blended families and mixing like that there's going to be some conflict, right? There's going to be some things that are going to happen. And you want to minimize conflict. That's that's the goal, to, to minimize conflict, okay? So even with those types of stories, um, is, there real, is there a real way to minimize conflict when it comes to that kind of stuff? Like, what do you guys think? Is there, like, a way to just, like, minimize it? You can you can minimize it. Okay. It's, it's definitely that's an individual conversation though. Yeah. It's not, you know, we can we can have a group conversation about minimizing the conflict and communicating about it, but um you being the other person, you might be that particular ba- um father or mother. You know, you have to have the maturity to know um, how to minimize it, mm-hmm. right? And even when it comes down, I know you was talking, you were speaking about like um, sometimes it be the mother or the father, but depending on the age of them kids, it could be them kids being blended as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. That's another conversation by itself because if you haven't if you haven't had a real true conversation with those kids with the young adults because young adults probably top of the line commit some stuff and get some stuff 
um, start, <clears throat> get some stuff started. Mm-hmm. Them little teenagers, yeah, them, them, them ones that be feeling themselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it can, it can really, you know, cause a lot of conflict. Yeah. Yeah. But even as an adult, you know, you need to know how to handle you. And that's the truth for the matter. But a lot of times, blended families, a lot of times what happens is people get into relationships and they just be like, y'all just don't get along. And that's just not how life works. It does not work like that. Mm-hmm. And even when you think you got an understanding, the understanding is still miscommunicated somewhere in the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, that's that's when it goes off the rail, and that's when it goes left. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds like a doozy. Uh, I think, like Josh said, the communication piece is, is absolute key. Uh, everybody's got to know what's going on. Um, I think the two parents they've got to get to a point where they are willing and able to separate. The relationship that they had and prioritize the children that are involved and leave everything else, you know, leave everything else out of it. Uh, I think that's the aim, of course, you know, and does that always happen? Maybe not, but I think that uh, <laughs> there's got to be some heart to heart between the two parents where they can meet on a common ground that their relationship is over. I think they, they can probably agree on that. Okay. And they... Who, depending on who you're talking to. Hopefully. Because <laughs> the other part is... One part that don't always think the relationship is over. Right. Okay. And they okay. might... Okay. And they might be the one that broke up with you. And they still think it ain't over. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Like some sickness. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so we need to we need to escalate. Okay. <laughs> so, so that's what's going on. We need to escalate. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, if y'all are doing that, if y'all any viewers is doing that, you gotta stop, okay? Because <laughs> that's just not healthy. That's just not healthy for family. Uh, you know, the kids, the upbringing is just it's just not it's just not it's not gonna put things in a position where they can effectively improve. But I think that maybe there's got to be some counseling. Is there counseling for? Divorced parents? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe that should be something that's considered, you know? Um, but everybody, don't, it don't necessarily mean they divorced. They could have just not, they could have just been together a while, had mm-hmm. kids, and then split. Yeah. Or maybe just, maybe not even divorced, but just, you know, parents that are no longer together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that there's, if there's not a, if there's not some kind of connect, between the two parents, then it's going to be a disaster. Like, it's, there's no hope. Um, you know, I'm not. <laughs> I don't want there to be a situation where there's no hope, but there has to be something that they can connect on and agree on 
spoil the future of their their children um, and their and their future relationships. You know, whatever that may look like, they've got to be able to connect and agree on something. Um, and I would, I think that should be the focal point of of it. If if, if there's going to be any kind of progress, yeah, um, we're adults, so hopefully we, you pick someone who could be. Emotionally mature, <laughs> uh, Josh likes to kind of point to as an important characteristic of a person. Mm-hmm. You gotta be emotionally mature enough to to put that stuff aside. I think that's that maybe that that's where we need to begin. We need to make sure we're, we're picking the right people that have some emotional maturity. And yeah, then, yeah. Well, even if hypothetically speaking, that you didn't pick the right person, right? So you had these kids by these people, by this person. And, you know, they wasn't the right person, right? Because mm-hmm. it happens. Yeah. Yes. Then, you know, you also have to figure out how you're going to navigate that mm-hmm. with that person. Sometimes navigating, and I know it might. This might sound a little harsh, but sometimes it just might mean not communicating with them at all, depending on what happened for you all to break up. Because yeah. it's not always healthy. Uh, you know, a breakup is what it is, but depending on what happened. Yeah. And even for the other person that's coming in, they have to know they lane. I don't know. It's hard for me to be okay leaving my kids somewhere with a person who I'm not communicating with. That's just my thought process. I'm just thinking about it. I'm just in my mind. I'm just thinking about that. And it's unsettling. Um, <laughs> so I don't, it can be very I, unsettling, but you got to understand, like, all relationships does not, do not, especially if you already said, like, we, we think about, we, we don't have, uh, we don't have kids by the wrong person, right? And this could be not a good situation. So sometimes it, in order for it to get better, it ha- it's gonna get worse. It looks worse. But sometimes the best thing is to cut, cut communication. Unfortunately, it, I've seen it before. So I'm just speaking on it. That it worked for them to cut communication, to get their life together, to bring it back, to have enough sense to get along for those kids. And not to truly like burden those kids with whatever else they had going on because sometimes as we got too much going on and we don't brought these kids in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. I mean, I'm not saying that it should be like friends or anything, but there should be some communication enough so that both people are on the same page as to what they want to do, how they want to raise and develop their children. I think that there should Everybody be... Everybody don't have that type of maturity, Emmanuel. <laughs> well... Unfortunately, I'm just yeah. speaking on real life. 
this real conversation. Everybody does not have that type of maturity where we need to be on the same level to where we need to raise these kids. And what ends up happening is you make the kids work. Yeah. How do you know what your kids are even doing? Do you care? Do they even care? Okay, so let's look at it. No, I'm just saying, if, if you don't, if you're not involved with the environment, the person is in the environment that they're going to be in, you don't even know what your kids are going into. They're going over there to smoke weed. They're going over there to, I don't know, to get raped. Who, who knows? You don't even know. You just, oh, yep. You gotta take him over there. There you go. All right, I'm gone. All right, what time you get him? All right, uh, come on in the car, kids. All right, yeah. All right, you know, uh, <laughs> like to me, that just, it just, I don't even know how that could work. I would rather just give away custody. Like, that's not gonna work for me. I'm sorry. There's no way I'm gonna be fully invested in something where half of my life, half of their life, I don't even know what they're doing. I ain't saying half of they like. I mean, if it's if it's fifty fifty, I mean. okay. But the, but think about this: like, take that perception that you have, and then add child support on top of that. Boy, like think about that. Like, did add you got to pay money on top of that? So well, that's gonna make it worse. <laughs> well, well, my perception, my perception, I'm gonna be bad. I honestly, child support is not bad. It's, you it's know not. what? And child support is not bad. It actually, and I, if, if you've got enough maturity and understand, it can really protect you from a lot of things. Yeah. But the thing about it is, it's how the person uh, presents it. And majority of the time, it's the woman that's presenting it in a very negative way. Are you getting married? Do you know someone that is? Are you wondering if you and your partner are ready to take that next step in your life, in your relationship? Do you want to strengthen the foundation of your relationship moving into marriage? If you do, day one, the premarital program is here to help you. So if you want to kind of learn those tips, those tools, those strategies to prepare yourself for that next chapter in your life, in your relationship, then give day one the premarital program a try. So within this program, you are going to get those tips, those tools, those strategies. You're also going to get that guidance to help you prepare as much as possible for that next chapter. The thing about preparing for that next chapter is that there's no way to be 100% ready for that next step in your life, but you do want to be as prepared as possible before you get there. So that's where the day one premarital program comes into play. So if you're ready to prepare and, and start really growing towards that next chapter in your life, in your relationship, give day one, the premarital program, a try. Click the link below and get started today. That's the day one premarital program. And let's get started today. I'm not paying child support. I'm going to be very involved with my children. <laughs> I'm going to be more supportive than child support. So, so at the end of the day, like, to me, that, that that's not even on the table. So I'm going to be involved. I, mean, I think that you, as a parent, have a commitment to being involved. 
even if you're not okay with the other person. Like, you gotta be involved. There's gotta be something that can support a parent wanting to be involved with what's going on with their with their children. If the other person is just completely against that, which I don't know how that could be possible if they want what's best for the kid. I think if, if, if they we can agree on that, and we can agree on the fact that we want what's best for the kid, then there has to be at least some communication only surrounding the kids. And I, I could be okay with that, but to just cut off communication entirely and just drop off, pick up, drop off, pick up. Who said I was dropping off and picking up though? I didn't say that's what you're doing, but I'm saying there's some people that's doing that. <laughs> there's some folks that's doing drop off, pick up, drop off. They're not even ringing the door. They, they might they might ring the doorbell and go, go on and get in the car. I mean, it's, it's really sad because a lot of times what I've seen in my experience is that the male go, the, the man go through the work a lot of times to be very transparent and very truthful. You know, he might, he might not be with the drama, but she with it. Right. Oh yeah. I think I oh, she with it. She with that drama. She with, oh, she about to go over here and act up because he got a new woman. She with that foolishness. And unfortunately, men, a lot of men would just step back and be like, I ain't doing it with you. Right. I've heard that a lot. Yes, and it, it really affects the way they parents. Mm-hmm. And I know it's looking like, okay, child support, but they rather pay child support and not be bothered. Because all of the mess that has been created trying to blend a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one thing people don't consider when they break up with somebody is how they're going to co-parent. How they're going to co-parent. <laughs> Nobody considers that. Uh-uh. At all, I don't know. Blended families are difficult. They can be very difficult to blend families, mm-hmm. and it also depends on the ages of the children. I'm, I'm all for. Let me tell you something. I'm all for telling, especially the men. Go get your child legitimized in the state of Georgia. Get your child legitimized because technically, the state of Georgia don't care how much child what you pay. You ain't got no rights. You don't have any rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you blending your family and you decided to move on and get into a relationship, all your ducks are in a row where it's communicated like this is how we're gonna move with our child. It ain't nothing personal, this business, because I gotta take care of my child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It's it's, it's a lot of boundaries that need to be put in place, but a lot. Go back to that conversation piece, though. We got a lot of conversations to be had, okay? I wouldn't be dealing with that. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> and this might sound bad, but you either, we either going to co-parent help in a healthy way, or I'm going to pay child support, and I'm not going to be there. Oh, my God. My two options. Yeah. I'm not dealing with all that. Hey. We're going to either co-parent in a healthy way, or I'm going to pay child support, and that's it. 
and tell your children why <laughs> they daddy not there. That's it's it. It's not that easy. It's that easy, Emmanuel. Yes, it is. It's that easy. It's that easy. It's, people make life harder than it got to be. It's, it's that easy. Emmanuel speaking because he has no kids, y'all. Yeah, there you go. Emmanuel speaking because he has no kids. I'm not speaking right now. Look, for those who know Emmanuel, I don't think you'll ever never get in that situation. For those who know Emmanuel, they know. He mean what he say, okay? 100%, I promise you, I promise you, we're gonna show you who in charge, it ain't you. Okay, so we're gonna either co-parent, like you got some sense, or you gonna be there doing what you wanna do by yourself. That's it, that's it. And am I gonna miss my kid? Yes. And I might see him every, you know, every as much as I can, but I'm not gonna pay, I'm not gonna be fighting with you. Right, that's just, that's, hopefully, I hope, this is assuming we got one kid. Now we got more than one kid. Oh, we don't even got more than one. Exactly. Now, now we got more than one kid. That statement may not may not stand as strong. And in that case, we gonna have to kind of figure something else out. But I would hope that I'm not over investing with someone who is that emotionally unstable to where we cannot come to a mutual agreement for the sake of our children, who we, who are the future. Okay. That's just but the thing about it, this is what it is. This is what it is. You ain't realize they that emotional stability. Y'all, y'all don't broke up. Oh no! Oh no! Come on now! Both oh, that, both the time, no, no, no! In time, I'm telling you, a breakup, Emmanuel, with kids. Oh, it flips, baby. It flips. It's not. Is it, it? I know it sounds really great, Emmanuel. Well, I would not be in a relationship with nobody that's just that emotionally unstable and da 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 da. So, baby, you break up. I feel like you can see the signs. Yeah, you might oh. not see them in that light. You might not see them be that emotionally unstable, but the signs are there. It's, it's really hard for you to see that sign that a person don't want to co-parent well when you break up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but you yeah. can know that's not a question. That's not a question. Based off the way they talk about their values on their children. Okay. It's not about, it's okay, not about, but you making it about the children. It is. They ain't making it about the they same children. That's because their values for their children aren't as high. No, it's because their feelings are hurt. And they so might your feelings are more important than your children's upbringing. No, their values are in line when you with them. Think about that. They value the good when you with them. That's not but, values then. That's not values. That's not really when, values. When when they go here and say, "Hey, we ain't gonna be together no more." Oh, that's not really values, bro. That's not really values. That's that's what people think is they think those are their values. Those are not really values. Your values don't just change like like that. That's not values. Values are when y'all get in a relationship and y'all talk about kids. Y'all talk about how. Y'all, y'all will prioritize them, whatever that looks like. And yeah, I know people say a lot of things. They normally do. That's all they do is talk. Well, you can tell somebody talking to talk, and you can tell somebody walking to walk. And people, <laughs> people act a little different, okay? I'll tell you, it's a, it's a difference. And you know a parent that's literally like, they so serious about having kids. They they, they talk about their future. They gonna do what, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a bit more of a serious, committed, you know, approach that you can kind of feel better knowing that if all else fails, they're going to want to make sure the children are in 
the best position they can be. That's it's it. I, don't, I expect the children to bring them to a place of reasoning. As what best children don't bring you to no place of reasoning? Why not? What? Because the value is not there. Where did you get that from? I get that from people that value <laughs> upbringing their children. That's the problem. People think children honestly like bring kids can bring some type of you know life and all this kind of stuff. But it's really the maturity in the person themselves. I think the real issue is people aren't like people aren't having children on purpose. So it's almost like they got to force themselves into. All right, yeah, yeah, I had a kid. Whereas if you say, all right, I'm ready to have a kid. I'm prepared. I want to do this for my kid, X, Y, and Z. Then the mindset is different. It's not just like, oh, yes, we got this kid. We got to take care of it. It's like, yes, I'm ready for this kid. I want to have this kid. We're bringing this kid into the world. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. And I think with that, the approach is going to be different. It's going to be different. It's not like, oh, this kid just got dropped on us. Damn, shit. She prayed. All right, now, Georgia abortion law. Fuck, we got to have this baby. Like, no, it's like, hey, we ready? <laughs> You know, <laughs> no, just being for real. This is what I want. I want to do this with you. We're going to talk about how we're going to do it. We're going to make this, you know, and if it don't work, then y'all know that y'all wanted these children to live a certain life. Like, the, half the problem is these people ain't even really together. It's just not on purpose. This on accident. This little side piece. Yeah, of course. Of course they're going to fight. Of course they can't see eye to eye. They, they not even, they weren't even seeing eye to eye before. It was just a little fun, you know what I'm saying? So, so like I believe if it's a if it's a legitimate situation where two people are are actually looking to do this, that the results will be better. I do believe that. I really do. I don't have statistical evidence to support it, but I believe that that would make a difference. It could. I want to look into the amount of families that are in that situation where there was planned parenthood. Yeah, I, I, I would see that too. And what what, what we're going to do is actually we're going to do a part two to this. Because right? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like, right, we're going to open this all the way up. Okay? Please, we got to. <laughs> There's a lot of juice that we missing right now, okay? A lot. It is. It is. It is. So, a lot of juice. We're going to say the other half for part two, okay? So, Another episode of Added Perspective, Josh. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm Aphrodite. And I'm Emmanuel. <laughs>